If you want to stay single forever, just follow these 15 steps and you'll get there. <laughs> and logic tells you, if you don't want to stay single forever, flip these steps on their heads. Like just go and do the opposite of each of these steps. And I think that's a much healthier approach to life. And actually, that's what I've been doing the last decade as well. Welcome to the Blueprint Breakers podcast. What is a Blueprint Breaker? If you live your life outside the typical traditional lifestyle blueprint, you are a Blueprint Breaker. We are here to start a conversation, to assemble resources, and to build a community. This podcast is for empowered women in midlife and beyond who are preparing for a powerful next era of life. My name is Amy A. Palmer. I am your host and facilitator for our conversations. Sit back, relax, enjoy the show. To stay connected, up to date, and to receive all of our free resources and gifts along the way, join us at community.blueprintbreakers.com. How to stay single forever in 15 easy steps. In preparation for tomorrow's episode, where we talk about glowing up your life and your love, I wanted to talk a little bit about my own history with dating and love. Just a little bit. I'm going to touch on it. <laughs> about 10 years ago or so, I started to write a book, and it literally was called How to Stay Single Forever. And I got as far as fleshing out the chapters and figuring out the themes, but then I just, I never took it any further than that. And I wanted to write it as a cautionary tale for younger women, but in a good way, not in a fearful kind of way. Like I, I wanted to help. And I was just getting to the point where I wanted to learn to embrace my life as it was and stop pining for something that wasn't happening for me at the time. And at that time, when I was like in my mid forties, I had spent, I don't know, 25, 35, 45 to, uh, I had spent three decades over 30 years pursuing a goal of finding a partner, finding a life partner. And it didn't pan out for me. There's a lot of external reasons why it didn't happen. And I could get into all of those and maybe on another day I will. Um, but there were also a lot of internal reasons. There's a lot of things that I did that made it play out the way that it did. Now, mind you, I don't regret that I, like, I don't wish I had married someone <laughs> in my life. I don't wish I had had like a short-term marriage that didn't work out because I do think that the pain and struggle of that is tough also. I'm happy with my life as it is. It took me a long time to get there. And I also find it helpful to kind of take a look at what did I do? Like what were the things that I did and what contributed to me staying single forever? I'm no longer asked the question, why are you single or why are you still single? There was a season in my life, a pretty long season in my life where I was asked that a lot. And there was a long season where the expectation was 
for me to do something about it and that there must be something wrong with me. And I definitely had issue with that. I took issue with that. And at the same time, now that I have a little bit distance from it, I have a little bit perspective on it. I can definitely see what I did, things that I did and things that happened or whatever that contributed to my outcome thus far. So I'm going to take you through sort of the 15 steps to staying single forever. And then I actually even have a little bonus one at the end. I'm not going to get into a lot of detail of each step because I don't want this episode to be that long, but I'm going to tell you the steps. So step number one, always imagine yourself as a single person. Don't envision yourself as part of a couple. So that's step number one. Most of my adult life, when I thought about the future, I thought of myself on my own. It was really, really hard for me to imagine myself as part of a couple. That's number one. Number two, make finding a man your obsession. Like it was, it was my obsession for 30 years. It was my number one goal in life. Everything else that I accomplished in my life, which I have accomplished a lot, uh, I'm thankful for, was sort of incidental. It was in spite of the fact that I was obsessing over finding a man. And along with that step is while you're obsessing over finding a man, have great fear that you never will. And I think that's part of why I'm uh, going with the theme of blueprint breakers, because I do want to teach the younger generation. I do want to get rid of that fear and get rid of that shame uh, so that women can have a more healthier approach to how they navigate their life. Number three, underestimate your own value and worth. I have always been this odd combination of very confident and yet struggling with self-esteem. And I think I think a lot of people can relate to that, but I definitely underestimated my own value and worth as a young woman, you know, even like when I was physically at my prime and when most people were finding partners, I just deep deep down I don't know that I really had a full grasp on my own value. Number four, choose men who are unworthy of you. (laughs) Yeah, I think I might have done that a few times. Um, Yeah, I, I, I definitely, I definitely did. Definitely did. I don't even need to comment on that. Number five, be a slave to your own libido and be addicted to passion and chemistry. When I read this one, this is funny because I, now that I'm like deep into menopause, this is not my issue, (laughs) but back in the day, absolutely. I definitely considered myself a highly sexual person and I was, I definitely got addicted to passion and chemistry and I just loved having, uh, you know, very healthy sexual connections and relationships and sometimes I let that lead the way for sure. Number six, hold on to the wrong men for too long. I absolutely always held out hope. I always held out hope that they would eventually commit or they would eventually be who I wanted them to be or that it would eventually, I don't know, that things would change. Um, And and I would ignore red flags and ignore the bad signs for way too long. 
primarily because of the fear element. I was so afraid of being alone. I was so afraid that this was my last chance at love. Every time I was in a relationship, I felt like it was my last chance. And I actually, you know, I've, I've been in love three times in my life so far, and I came very, 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 very close to marriage and commitment three times in my life so far. It's not the same three men. Two out of the three are the same, but then one is different. So that's interesting. But I definitely count this particular step, holding on to the wrong man for too long, as a real strong contributing factor. I spent years pining and working on relationships that should have been ended. Number seven, believe there is a correct timeline for everything. It's not too soon. It's not too late. There's no correct order. And I wish I had embraced that at a younger age for sure. Number eight, fall for emotionally unavailable men again and again. Now, yes, I went to therapy for this. <laughs> so, so I know a lot of the theories. I know a lot of, I know like the Imago theory and where this comes from, et cetera. But it was definitely a trigger of mine falling for the men that were not available. Number nine, believe that there are men who are too good for you. So there were I definitely have crossed paths with men that would have made amazing partners. I'm sure they would have. And I just, I never even considered it. I never stayed open to it. I stayed, I kept a, a big firm wall up because I felt like they were out of my league, whatever that means. I don't know what that means, but it was, that was definitely something that got in the way. Number 10, settle for casual relationships because they are better than nothing. I've had seasons of my life, like some of the happiest seasons of my life when it comes to relationship seasons were when I had a couple of different casual relationships that I had zero expectations from, and I was getting the the rest of my emotional needs taken care of in other ways. And there was just, I, I had low expectations of these relationships and I knew I couldn't get hurt because you know, there wasn't enough skin in the game for it. And being with them was better than nothing. And in reality, I don't think that's true. I think it kept me from being open to finding something more real and more sustainable. Number 11, believe that just because you are an atypical woman, you are not the kind of woman that men love. This was a big one. And I still see these messages being shared today as, uh, you know, I, I saw a message recently where they, it was trying to tell strong, successful, independent women who've achieved a lot that a lot of this, what they've cultivated is part of why they're single. And I, I had some sort of a belief that the, I was a particular type of woman and that's not the type of woman that men could love. And that, I mean, I, I wish I hadn't believed that. And I wish I hadn't internalized that. And it took me a long time to realize, just to really fully embrace the blueprint breaker that I am. And that being an atypical woman is fine. I think we're all atypical women, actually. And that's got nothing to do with who men love. But I didn't, I didn't get that. Number 12, 
become uber independent, never needing a man. And this is sort of a general thing that I did with becoming uber independent. And it really evolved into not being able to ask for help, not wanting to lean on other people, not wanting to have expectations of others. And of course, this leaked into love life as well. And this is something that I'm just really very, very recently coming to terms with since you know, since leading my nomadic life and really depending on family and taking my sabbatical last year, it's the most dependent that I've been on other people in way over 20 years. And I think there's something to be said about the fact that that can keep people locked out, people in general and men specifically. So I think that that could definitely be a cause. Step 13, allow your strength and resiliency to overcome and destroy your vulnerability. Yeah, that, that's a big one. And interesting that I wrote this 10 years ago, because I do feel like this is something that I've been working on over the last decade, is yet yeah, not necessarily losing my strength and resiliency, although the, my resiliency has definitely weakened through menopause and feeling a little more vulnerable to the world. And it's forced me to sort of face and embrace my vulnerability and be willing to share it. So <laughs> number 14, take the easy path when it comes to opening up and communicating. The easy path meaning don't do it. I, I had a bad habit in relationships of not asking questions that I didn't want the answer to. Like, I, I mean, if, if I was unsure about the relationship or unsure uh, of just not happy with how they were treating me, instead of bringing it up, I just sort of stuffed it down. I, had, I have a tendency to get over things easily. Like it, things often don't bother me for very long, but then I think over the long term that kind of builds up. And if I was with somebody that wasn't willing to commit, I knew better than to ask any kind of questions or communicate anything where I was going to get a response I didn't like. So I just avoided it. I was a huge, had a huge avoidant communication style. And I still, this is still an area that I need more practice and I actively work on it with the people in my life, family, friends, people that I'm close with, but that absolutely got in my way in the past. And step number 15, hide in plain sight and keep up those walls. So I have always, when I'm out in public, I love to put on a baseball hat and sunglasses and just cover myself up and just keep to myself. And I bring this huge introverted wall around me when I'm out and about or when I'm doing things. So the chances of being approached or even interacting with people is slim to none. Again, this is something that I have gotten much better at in recent years, and I'm much more outgoing and much more interactive with strangers in my day-to-day -day life. But this is something that during the course of looking for a partner, this absolutely got in my way. And then I'm, I threw in a bonus that I had added. I don't think I added this at the same time that I add, wrote the other 15. Uh, I think it was later, uh, maybe during COVID. The, so the bonus step is live alone for a really long time. 
and get used to your own ways. I think there would have been a benefit in having a roommate. Now, when I was younger, the last time I had a roommate was, I was, it was a man that I lived with and that's a story for another day, but that was in my late twenties and I've lived alone ever since. So I'm in my mid fifties now. So you're talking late twenties to late, late fifties, 30 years of living by myself, getting used to my own ways, getting used to not compromising, getting used to just living my life on my terms, the way that I want. Yes. There's fun in that. There's freedom in it. Absolutely. Without a doubt. And it also can cause really, really big walls and obstacles in the way. Whew. That was quite a list, 15 steps and then a bonus. And I find it interesting that I wrote this 10 years ago. I have not actively looked for a partner in the last 10 years. It's been a good decade since I've stopped. Uh, And I still find this perspective really interesting. I would love to hear your thoughts on it, your reactions, and if you have anything in common with this. But just as a reminder, I'm just going to go through these really quick. Number one, imagine yourself always alone. Two, obsess over finding a man. Three, underestimate your own value and worth. Number four, choose men who are unworthy of you. Five, be a slave to your own libido. Six, hold on to the wrong men for way too long. Seven, believe there is a correct timeline for everything. Eight, fall for emotionally unavailable men. Nine, believe there are men who are too good for you. 10, settle for casual relationships because they are better than nothing. 11, believe that just because you are an atypical woman, you are not the kind of woman men love. 12, become uber independent. 13, allow your strength and resiliency to overcome and destroy your vulnerability. 14, take the easy path when it comes to communicating and don't do it. 15, hide in plain sight, keep up those walls, and bonus, live alone. So if you want to stay single forever, just follow these 15 steps and you'll get there. (laughs) And logic tells you, if you don't want to stay single forever, flip these steps on their heads. Like just go and do the opposite of each of these steps. And I think that's a much healthier approach to life. And actually, that's what I've been doing the last decade as well. So let me know your thoughts. Ebbs and flows. So as a reminder, my categories for my personal blueprint for a happy life, I've broken it down into fun, family, fulfillment, fitness, faith, and future. This segment, this recurring segment that I do in my solo episodes is about taking a look at all these categories and areas of my life and which ones are ebbing and which ones are flowing. I find it a really interesting and productive exercise to do on a weekly basis. I would ask you, what are your categories and which ones are ebbing right now and which ones are flowing? All right. I'm going to start with the ebbs. Ebbs was fitness for this past week, for sure. Uh, I was not... uh, always in touch with my doable hunger signals. Actually, sometimes I was, and I ate past it anyway. So journaling about that to get to the bottom of it. 
probably because I just had so much good food. I was visiting family. We had some great meals out, um, some great cooking at home. That was wonderful. And I didn't get to move as much. We had some crazy weather and flash thunderstorms and stuff like that. So not as much movement happening. So an ebb on my fitness this past week for sure. Also ebbing was my faith spiritually, emotionally. I was, I have had a lot of doubts and insecurity pop up this past week for a lot of different reasons. Lots of moments of being disconnected from my purpose, worrying that I'm not doing the right thing, a lot of second guessing. And so I, I have some ideas on how to get reconnected, but yeah, that's definitely been on a low side this week. Looking at what's in flow, my fulfillment. I have done some phenomenal interviews this past week, phenomenal podcast content. I mean, I'm just, I'm blown away with the caliber of women that I'm talking with and that are sharing. I've had a couple of really vulnerable conversations and I'm just, I, I'm, I just get filled up with each and every conversation that I'm having. And I'm just loving that. And then lastly in flow was this past weekend, fun, lots of fun. I went to a jazz fest, Syracuse. I was in Syracuse, New York, downtown. They had a free jazz fest was an amazing event. Excellent turnout. The weather was crazy it poured and then it was sunny and then it poured again, but it was so much fun. And Gladys Knight closed out the evening. She was amazing, 79 years old, and she was just doing amazing. And so really, really fun weekend there. So I'm turning the question to you. What's ebbing and what's flowing in your world? Thank you for joining me for today's episode of the Blueprint Breakers podcast, How to Stay Single Forever in 15 Easy Steps. I do want to share my disclaimer for my podcast. I'm not a therapist, doctor, lawyer, financial advisor, or a nutritionist, or a love guru, none of the above. This podcast is for your entertainment and information only. I encourage you to take what I share here as a launching point to discover what is right for you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts. And thank you for sharing this episode with your friends. If you have not signed up with our community, please do so. Go to community.blueprintbreakers.com. You will get all the links and schedules to this month-long global launch party that we're having. You're also going to get quite a few free giveaways from our experts. So have a fabulous week and keep on breaking those blueprints and writing your own.